Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Podcast. Welcome back, Pudding Boys audience, to Pudding Boys, the podcast about not much men's health, men's health, hobbies, world events. Yeah, maybe, probably not. No, it's a every week. Naylor and I mean, I'm Blore. I'm Naylor. And every week we get together and we spend a few minutes discussing something nerdy. Then we talk about a classic heavy metal album and then we eat some pudding. Some of the albums aren't that classic, to be fair. No, some yeah. of the albums are <laughs> We did have to this do week no is. prayer for the day. This, I, week. this week is classic. Oh, album. this week's a big boy. Yeah. This week, um, <laughs> this week was one of the, my first ever vinyls. Really? Yeah, I bought the vinyl before I had a vinyl record player. This was one Wait. of the first... People get really arsy if you call them vinyl. Record. It was one of my first records. So when you got this on vinyl, what was like the thinking behind that? <laughs> uh, it was actually, I'd heard of Megadeth and the album cover looked cool and it was about £2.50. Yeah, yeah. They were, they, you know, for a while. Records were super you cheap. You could get vinyls for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I bought most of my, I bought almost all the Halloween albums for less than a fiver each. I've never had a vinyl player. <laughs> but I've got several vinyls in the loft bent under things <laughs> I might put them in frames on my wall hmm. <laughs> he's, he's twitching already this is a Pudding Boys record so vinyls were I'll stop doing it now people are going to start switching off one of the one of our subscribers will be a record head and they're going to have left yeah um, an audio file yes is what they call them I, it's hard hmm that's it's a little close. close to paedophile. Yeah, you're not um, you're not saying that in a crowded room where people are only going to hear the second <laughs> half of the words. I said I'm a paedophile. Yeah. yeah, not good. Especially because it's deophile. Like yeah, yeah. If you say that, Ronnie James deophile. I'm a deophile. Yeah, I'm a deophile. If that's how it is. So yeah, because the whole records thing kind of came back round a bit for you, didn't it? There's a Yes. You drifted a bit and had some and then... I like to think I do it almost properly now. Yeah. Because I actually listen to them, clean them and, and you know, play That's what them. I want. When I, when I listen to music, I want half the experience to be tidying up and putting it away. It's, it's, it's a lot more fun than you might think. Jesus. I wouldn't say I do it fully properly, though, because it very quickly becomes a nuclear arms race of how much money you can spend. Yeah, the and audio I'm, I'm not getting thing into is... The, yeah. It's it's frightening, you know. When you start, yeah, yeah. There's a bloke in Japan who ran, who got permission and ran his own power line, so that the electricity was Filtered. wasn't split, and so it was it was higher quality. And oh. there is there is a there's a there's a little bit of science to back that up, but it's so dumb. It's really well, you know, it's because I've we we obviously did gig the other week. Mm. And guitarist at gig had some really cool guitars, really cool guitars. So Sasha Gertzner, Sasha Gertzner is now my favourite person in the world because he, he was quite. Do you know what? He was quite high up on know, the list. He was high up, and then he wrote "Best Time," and he got near the top anyway. And then he shared the Pudding Boys advert for that episode, basically the advert for their tour. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I put a Pudding Boys logo on it, that would have been real smart of me, but yeah. I didn't. <laughs> so it was every, just pictures of Halloween. Everyone knows that Halloween were on tour. Yeah. He probably cropped everything But he's still know underneath it said Pudding Boys Podcast. He's a good lad. He's and a, he's, He is the best time. He, 
He's, do you know what his guitars can be real? His guitars are fucking cool. Um, I I never heard him before. So I, you know, this used to be in band. They used to be really big on the whole kind of. You've never heard of those guitars before. Never heard of Viv guitars before. Yeah. Um, they're small, they were, aren't they? Small. It operation. looks like a really quite small luthier. Yeah. So, but it looks like bouncing around this Instagram, which I obviously did as soon as I woke up the morning afterwards. Obviously. Obviously. Um, it looks like he's done one for Kai as well, you know, based off the, the V that Kai oh, had. Like the, the Mini? The pink yeah, the pink that's Mini, it. I think it's called. Yeah, yeah he's done... Right, to pop, I popped them up just so I didn't skip any because I got a real good time out of these. Oh, hold on. So yeah. Naylor was telling me he wants to talk about a specific topic and it was sleeper hobbies. Are you telling me that you've been playing guitar I've been again? Playing a lot again. The thing is, I was never a good <laughs> guitar player. You were better than the rest of us, though. No, but, apart well, from when guitar, we had. I wasn't better than drummer. Drummer was actual musician. Oh, was oh and very actually, good. when we had, um, we had Charlie, our friend Charlie on bass. He's, Charlie was, he was an actual act- musician. Yeah, I was a guitar player. Charlie could play guitar better than the guitarists. Yeah, that was the problem. But Charlie understood what he was playing. That was the annoying bit. Yeah, he, but he. However, we were the to... only band up here that yeah. weren't sniffing their own farts, so, yeah, so he, he had no this... choice but yeah. to be in our band. <laughs> we were the coolest band on the scene, which doesn't say a lot, because you've heard us for several episodes, hopefully, now. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, we're not cool. It was the Pink Panther Kai's V. Oh, is it not the Meanie? I'm no, sure it's called the Meanie. I think Meanie. it was called the Meanie, I think, when he had the um, when ESP did it. Oh, okay. But now that Viv's done it, it's called the Pink Panther. It's it's very cool. cool. It's very cool. It's a very it used cool to be more pink, and it didn't have the eyes. No, the eyes are, I think, a tweak for this one. Yeah. The old ESP. They so look it's a like the No Fear eyes. So what you can't see, guys, because you're listening to a podcast, dumb, is a, <laughs> is, it's a pink flying V. It's actually, if we're going to be, it's a Rhodes V. Okay. Dumb. Uh, with with the No <laughs> Fear eyes in the corner. Bin Fuck bin. me. Yeah, I'm back. It's a flying V. So I was never much for for like being able to actually play the thing, but I was always real big on my gear. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because guitars are pretty. <laughs> yeah, guitars are cool. Guitars. You know what you're saying though about the audio file thing. Yeah. Oh. You can get real expensive, and that's one of the things that you you end up getting in there, like a power conditioner when you have mm. a rack. Which for a while I did, not Iraq. I never had Iraq. You had a rack. If, yeah. if the Americans are listening, I never had Iraq. <laughs> you I were never a, there. I, I was never there. No chance. I wasn't paying to tour with my rack to Iraq. I mean. No. It was a heavy no, piece of kit. That was awesome. And the tube amps would have blown. Oh, they would have... Oh, yeah, Wait, they, the tube amps weren't in the rack, were they? they yeah, were they were. That, oh. uh, that Engel Seen one. The, the big one. The we're getting big we're getting really deep into like audio equipment now. Well, we are, but it's kind of... It's funny how these things kind of circle back round. Yeah. So I, I'd had a guitar sat... Basically, after we stopped back... How many guitars do you have now? One. Just the one? Just the, the Ibanez? One. Yes, but... Might have a bit of a reshuffle there. And we'll talk about that. Are going to get a gunslinger? If they come back round. So I had back when we were in band. They were the coolest. PC Rich used, for a couple of years, did one of their gunslingers. It was real cheap. It was yeah. the super strap it, kind it of It was body. like an under... You're not like... You didn't need to walk around with a 200... Three, well, 200 pounds. It was probably... 2,000. Yeah, you, you weren't walking around with 2,000 no, pounds with guitar. No, they were 250 quid each when I bought yeah. that. that. They were just great. 250 Flat green, each. flat up yellow. Bright, stupid neon colour. They were basically done as the 80s guitar. Yeah. Pointy headstock, Floyd Rose, angled single pickup because yeah. you're not messing around with like a switch or anything like that. Those through that little amp that I had, 
Yeah. So it was a little head. The orange. No, it was the Jet City. God, you had so much fucking gear. I did. I could never play any of it. But I had a sure SM58. Yeah, that smelt you, of my bad breath. You were the singer and used to have to hack your lungs up between songs. So it was yeah. kind of. Yeah, by sing, I mean tried to copy Kronos. <laughs> yeah. If you're not Kronos, don't because yeah. it hurts. Yeah, his throat must be really calloused. calloused. Yeah. There's, there's going to be a lot of pus in that. Oh. Gargling to it. His, his throat must look, look like Monty Don's hands. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, his his throat has worked with a lot of masonry over yeah. the years. <sighs> so, are you, so you're playing guitar again? I'm playing guitar. I'm not playing enough and I've, I've kind of I think uh, is the band settled. back together? Are we back together? No, because drummers don't exist. Oh yeah. Um, and I, and I don't also, think... I can't do that anymore. No, and I, what, what when we did band, this what we said about podcasts before being probably easiest and most fun Very relative to effort time. hobby. Band is hardest. Yeah. Hobby to keep going. Yeah, band. Basically, if you start a band, you get really, really involved in what four other people are doing every fucking day yeah. of the week. Do you know how you always see those memes about how hard it is to keep a D&D group going? Imagine that, but instead of asking people to come round your house, it was asking people to meet up at a practice room where you had to spend money. And imagine instead of taking like a, a tablet or a couple of sheets of paper and a couple of minis maybe, you have to lift a house into your car. Do you remember the, yeah. um, do you remember the big Marshall cab that I had, the Mode 4 one? It was when I had the I Randall don't. amp head. I don't remember any it of was, this stuff. Uh, it was the biggest one. Yeah. So it was it was a 4x12 for those of us that guitar geeks. But it was a, an oversized 4x12 because the Mode 4 amp heads put out a silly number of watts, basically. Mm. So they made the amp cab oversized and heavier to take the amount of power they were farting out through it. <laughs> it still sounded like shit when I was playing it. It doesn't matter how... It was just louder shit than normal. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, saying to people, or like drummer, that's why you don't have drummers, because saying to somebody, you've got to dismantle your... Yeah, drum kit is at practice fortress. place, however, None of the cymbals aren't. And half the drums aren't, and if the I remember drums, correctly. Yeah, the drums are... Yeah, you, can't, you have to bring your own snare. And some of the top ones... The, yeah, it was a bit... The ones that you make fair. from paint cans if you're a normal person. Yeah, toms, <laughs> I think they're called. No, they were stews. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh god oh. yeah band, band is harder than any other hobby to organise it's relatively inexpensive once you have the stuff it's, fuck you it's not if you're a singer it is yeah no guitar, once you have the you, stuff no because if you're a guitarist no, you, you don't have to buy more yeah, you didn't have to buy a new guitar every fucking week that was your no, but, you were a you I had a problem a, I was you a had a problem they, the thing is that, like, it wasn't so guitar was one thing audio gear and kind yeah. of back around to what you were saying with that so it was the rack stuff so you get a you power even wince when someone tuner. like stands on your cable and wireless you get a wireless oh, and your right, cable's yeah. just back up and then you get another wireless in case the first wireless goes down and then you get a tuner even though there's a tuner in your rack preamp you get a tuner that's separate because you don't want to have to go through Simon and Garfunkel didn't have to do with any of this shit yeah, one acoustic yeah, they, guitar they didn't sound as cool as Sasu Gerstner Mm, no, but they sound cooler than almost everyone else. <laughs> I love Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> yeah, we just picked that up. We're not doing a Numbers of the Beast on Simon and Garfunkel. It, we we can't because that. they're all sevens. They're all ones. It's, do you know what? Their <laughs> back catalogue is so complicated as well because they didn't well, just do albums. It, there's like sessions and, and then we have like to that. do the one that Disturbed covered. Oh! <laughs> Yeah. Best reaction that was worth it, and it's that's an ear uh, not a disturbed, even though I'm not a fan. 
but I feel like I've been too harsh on them in the past. Oh, fuck it. I really like the Nevermore cover. I liked it better than the original. I uh, probably I'll die on that hill. Well, the Nevermore cover of what? Uh, Sound of Silence. Oh, I've not heard it. I uh, don't want to. You wouldn't like it. No, because it probably doesn't sound anything like the original, which is near perfection. Mm. Mm. Dumb. Mm. So, your sleeper hobby... So, do you know when you said, I want to talk about sleeper hobbies, yeah. I thought you meant, like, hobbies that are just, like, quiet in the background, well, not hobbies that no. have disappeared and then come back. Well, it's a little bit of both, because I think now, now that band's kind of gone, and yeah, actually, band is so difficult... With, band is gone. ...with grown-up life, yeah. you've kind of got to be really, really committed to band yes. to make that work. We only have one friend that is in a band. Mm. yeah. Yeah, we do know. And they're quite good. Yeah, they are, they're good enough that it's probably worth the effort every yeah. week. But um, it's one of those guitars that you can just... What, one of those guitars? <laughs> it is guitar. It's one of those hobbies that you can have in the background. You know, you're having a bit of a farty day at work. And you yeah. sit and have a noodle for 10 minutes. I think for me, my hobby that is that is gardening. Yeah, we've just been appreciating your garden. Yeah, because you don't... Summer sun. If, you cle- if you're clever about setting your garden up, it's not a full-time job. I can make it a full-time job. I could pick plants that would turn it into one and will be doing when I retire because then I can do all day in garden every day. But you can also be a bit clever about it and weed once a month. That, that's the thing. It's something that you can go... You're not tied to a schedule. You've not no. got to do it the first and third weekend of the month or it's chaos and everything no. dies. You, I mean, you can do that and you can create some incredible shit by doing that. Oh, but yeah, you can yeah. do some fairly good stuff like my garden is fairly nice yeah actually it was a delight sitting out there yeah but it's not it, you know high maintenance at the moment yeah, you pick you, your peonies over your dahlias yeah you're not going to be entering the, the gardener's world open garden of the month no. you know Mrs Timkin's tea no, festival they ruin my miniature collection on the way through the house oh god they'd have to tromp through wouldn't they and yeah. they'd touch things old people have no respect for other people's things it's I've a weird kind of no respect. It's like, as a, with, with kid, you know that there's going to be problems, so yeah. you kind of just block them out. Um, but with old people, they, they you think you're going to be fine. You can't tell them off. Yeah. Because then they get really arsed. They're going to tell you what it was had, like on D-Day. I had to tell an old lady off. Um, really? On Friday, I was driving home from work, mm-hmm. and I pulled in to a pay-at-the-pump petrol mm-hmm. pump, and I'm filling my car up, and a dude had... It's a real small petrol station. It's poorly laid out. Mm. A dude had not parked close enough to uh, the pump so she couldn't get around. Mm-mm. Not because he was so far out, but because she was driving a fucking Range Rover. Yeah, that'll do it. And she she was like leaning out the window saying, thanks, mate, thanks, like really, really traveling. Mm. And he was just ignoring her, patience of a saint filled his car up, went inside, but this whole time, she's inching closer to his car mm. really loudly, like revving it up and making the car like jerk forward like a fucking dinosaur trying to intimidate uh, his car with no one in it because he was inside paying. And so I just turned around and said, why don't you fucking reverse and go around the other pump? And she just looked at it and her brain realized must have yeah, realised that the rest <laughs> of the fucking petrols and just went <laughs> off. That, Absolute moron. That's a real tail between your legs kind of thing as well. You know when you you can't get mad there because you, you just, yeah, it's so you could dumb. just go round it, yeah. yeah. And also, what are you going to do? You've got half it, by making all that noise. Half the petrol station is watching oh, every, you. Yeah, everyone that was there because it was quite all the quiet, cameras it, are trained on you. Everyone was thinking, you do, what a knob. 
Yeah. But uh, some, yeah. That, oh. The bad kind of old people. The entitled old people. Not very rare to see an old people driving an old people. An old driving people. a Range Rover. Yeah, most of them it's not know an old better. person car, yeah. A lot of them have got like a Subaru or something. Or a Volvo. Do you know what? I love a Volvo estate. Yeah. It would be they, nice. Do you know, I, I still, um, there used to be a you house. You could put my car in the back of one as well, so you could go on holiday. <laughs> a bit like those camper vans where a smart car all yeah. on the back, except not a smart car, so yeah. you don't look like that guy. There used to be a house near us. You know, we went the old place that we used to live. Mm. Now, this is a hobby I could get into. The guy used to buy, you know, the old Volvo B70 estates. Yeah. And it, it, there used to be a term for, I can't remember what it was, but it was something to do with like, you know, boxy, but Dogging. fast kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, you, they, you could. I don't even think it counts as dogging if you could do it in one of those. You've got a room. Like, yeah, it's a house. At that point, it's a swingers club. Yeah, if yeah. You do it in a Volvo. Um, he used to buy those and like do them up on his front, like you know, because they had silly big engines in them because they were basically a tank. Yeah. I used. To, everyone, I think everyone else on the street used to think that was a massive eyesore because there were several big V70s in bits. I used they were to cool. walk past on the way to the co-op and kind of have a little like. What's he got this time? Over the fence. Yeah, that's a big dick hobby. That's a good, there's Fixing a guy around... cars is is a big, big man hobby. You've, you've you... got to be a big man that knows stuff. Well, we established the other week that you've got to be a fairly big man to be able to put your wheels on properly. <laughs> Look, they're fine now. They're yeah, fine. after you nearly died. That's yeah, all right. I didn't. And no one else did. So it's fine now. I've gotten over it. I've gotten over the <laughs> like the worry. Volvo, you'd have been fine, but everyone else on the road would have been, <laughs> would have been dead. So yeah, it's, in a in a in a world where I have video game as main hobby, miniature painting, board games, Lego board games. I always forget that board games random is small collections. Legit hobby for you. Board like, games is a, is a legit collection. hobby. Yeah, yeah. I'm really lucky because I've got you guys, and, I oh, and, say and I, then car, and we've got the guys in um, down the road as well. Yeah, who've got between you, you've got a substantial board game collection. So you don't need to buy board games. Yeah, you I don't can have just play board them. Game. I just go around to other people's yeah. houses and, and they've already learned the rules. We're at the point now where if we bought a board game, and we haven't for a long time. I say that I bought a board game after Christmas. If I and then I bought the Kill Team box set. I don't so miniature war gaming Kill Team. It's not board games. Don't count. It's not board game. It is separate hobby. Yeah, but that would be another hobby. I've got like eight hobbies, man. I did. I did used to have like a a toy collection as well. Like an eighties toy collection. Yeah, like Street Sharks and Turtles and stuff. But I put it all on eBay because I was cutting back. And then you came in with the fucking Lego podcast is a hobby. That's nine. Podcast's a nice one because, like you said, do Pokemon cards count as a hobby? Yeah, they're collectibles. That's a whole different field of collectibles. Yeah, thanks for that (laughs) because your your Pokemon cards hobby paid for a lot of my train hobby. Yeah, I bought all of yours. Hmm. God damn. That was I might need to go on some kind of cull, but I don't think I I think actually, although I have a lot of hobbies, they're all quite nicely balanced. And as we've discussed in the past. Like, at the moment, I'm doing miniature wargaming. Hmm. Since we did uh, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, I've not actually played a video game. See, I've gone back to so a video I'll, game. Yeah, in fact, but I've I'll, I'll do them in, in chunks. I'm we, not video gaming at the moment. I'm painting. Yeah, I get Because a lot of my hobbies take it. Video games quite a nice low space one for me because I haven't got a room dedicated to them. Game yeah. Pass, I don't even have to store the game. I've gone into... Um, you don't have the pleasure of storing the game. I don't have to clean the game when I'm finished with it. <laughs> 
I went into um, that wee happy few, by the way, and that's a good time. A wee happy few. Oh, is it a good yeah, time? Yeah, it's a better time than it, I expected it. Didn't so get... it looked like a really good time when they were unveiling it. And then, and then it took 15 it came, years to come out. No, then it came out and it was apparently really buggy and a mess. So is it, are they fixed it? It shut down quite well. Yeah, okay. if you've not played it, give it a, you know, a Give spin. it a whirl. This has been Some a real um, all over the shop intro, but that's what that's what the nerdy natter is. God. It's not called nerdy natter, <laughs> but it really just upsets him. Us, It's just the intro. That's not the kind of people we are. However, we have got a name section next. Nerdy natter. Numbers of the Beast. Welcome again to Numbers of the Beast, Pudding Boys audience, the segment of the show. Naylor and I have a good long listen to a classic album and rank each song on it out of seven before averaging them out to create an album score and ranking them against the rest of that band's <gasps> discography. That's that why like the he's home not singing anymore. Oh right God, now, Tim Allen. Yeah, we are working our way through the vast catalogue of Megadeth, and this week it's Peace Cells, but who's buying what did you think of the whole album? I <laughs> loved it. Uh, and I'd forgotten. It was it's, just... Uh, there's two it songs great. jumped out on me when we saw this. Um, two, the two big songs on here for me. Mm. And you said actually the opposite. You said the whole album. Yeah, know, no songs jump out for me. See, I went a bit up and down, but I think the down, and we'll get to that, is a little bit because the up is very up I don't for me. think there's any down. Uh, there's a bit of a... There's a dip. It's a... For me, it's incredibly consistent but I wouldn't put any song on I would just play the album it's short enough and I would just stick the album on I think that that's the difference I mean, there's two songs here that are going on every time I listen to Mega Death they're going to go on your best of yeah well probably not because one of them is blindingly obvious oh is one it one of them's horrifically obvious I think if we do what we did with Iron Maiden it can't oh okay so what do you think to Wake Up Dad six close it's a seven it's not a certain nothing is a seven re- Wake Up Dead um, is one of my favourite Megadeth songs it's so Wake Up Dead's really weird it's a seven then he starts singing and it's a two and then it no. goes then then, he's, no, then he carries wrong. on singing and it's a five and then it's got a bit where I kind of got a little bit bored and went down to a three, but then it has that weird synth voice near the end, and it's a seven again. So it's a six overall. That's a long bus it's, ride. To it, fair enough. It's, it's <laughs> a really long analysis of a four-minute song. See, Wake Up Dad was the like one of the silly songs. Me and our mate Charlie from back at uni you used to put around with. This is this was like sort of two in the morning when you're giggly drunk. Yeah. And like this is the kind of one that you'd be popping around the door at each other, like snarling at them, and then falling over the door with a kind of something really shit. I see, by to that me, point. it doesn't seem like a sing along. Oh, it's, it gets you. It can be a sing along, yeah. can it? Okay, but well, I give it a six. It's great. I love it, but I yeah. also hate it at times. Ah, oh, no, it's bits where I think it's this is one dumb. of my big boys. The whole album to me is dumb. Oh, it's it's silly fun. It's archetypal fun thrash. Yeah. And we were mentioning earlier, we had a little pre-chat. It's... At the time it came out, it might have been kind of serious or more, more serious and heavy. And now it's just kind of silly and light. Well, but we it's, said that death so metal it's, it's not aged well, but it's aged, it's aged into a different bracket. Yeah, because death metal kind of came in and was faster and heavier and darker than thrash. And thrash yeah. was kind of the lighter, funnier kind of side. Yeah, it kind of gets... Oh, the Conjuring. The Conjuring, what did you think? I gave it a six. I gave it a six. I really like it, 
Yes. And actually... But uh, there's not much else to say. No, I mean, I mean if anything, actually, because we were talking earlier as well about um, Merciful Fate, mm. and this kind of bridges that gap a little bit, even like the structure of the song. Yeah. You could drop this that. onto like Don't Break the Oath, and it'd just be a bit faster than what's on there, not quite as tidy. Yeah, yeah, yeah not not quite as complex. Flowing. Yeah, not yeah. quite as storied. Peace out. The big one. It's the one... If you If you say Megadeth to people... This has got to be one of the probably five songs that they know. I always think of Sweating Bullets. I always think of Vice City when I... You know, no, sweating Bullets is kind of... Yeah, but that it, was kind of our dumb. little migraine we'll, headache yeah. bit that we'll do that for you when oh, we... Oh, we'll get in there. This always makes me think of Vice City. Oh, is it on there? It's on the soundtrack. You oh, know what you said cool. earlier about this? The perfect album to drive a Countach. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So when you were yeah, driving album, in your If you Kuntach, had an 80s supercar, you could just... That big bass and everything yeah. and the... It's, it's I gave it a like, six, by the way. Are you close? I give it a seven. It's, it's objective. You're really into time. this album, aren't you? It I, is. It's I a fun time. Actually, dive off a little bit towards the the back end of this. Oh, so. Devil's Island. Five. I give it a five. There's hmm. there's not anything wrong with it. I'm just not hugely into the chorusy bit. Devil's Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's fine kind of flaps there but the it, song other than good. that it's very good and it pounds along really well like yeah. it's a very good very thrash song yes good, good morning black friday i gave it a five okay this is the one that i upped and down with a lot this is for me this has been a four since i heard it and really? it's stayed a four i'm and we've said this before intro and song is it's difficult a really thing to pull weird off. yeah and this although one last rights i think on the last album was fine with it <laughs> It was dumb. You're dumb. It was a bad song. Bad omen. Uh, this one for me dropped down to a dropped down to a three. Oh whoa! I give this a five. I think it was just. I like it. I didn't dislike. Well, we, we said only threes. Five. Threes, yeah, threes not bad. I feel a little bit mean. Two, it probably could have been. Two a is four. where it's actually you don't like it. Yeah, I was hovering between a three and a four. I think at this point I felt like I was being a little bit generous to the album as a whole. Yeah. Conscious that we've only done one album before oh, and, and you... this was resting its feet on that. I'd be tempted to up that to a four if I really thought about it. Yeah. Iron Superstitious. This was a three for me. I'll give it a five again. Did you? Yeah. It's... This didn't grab me. Oh. I, I was done with. I you you were done go, with it by then. I wanted to go back to the start again, but see, I I think you're wrong because my last words I've given a six. It ends to me as high as uh, it starts. So I give it a four. Uh, it was coming back up, but I went real hard at the start. I think, but you actually, you, you blew your load early on. I did. I like I say, wake you up. You got dead giddy. We you know because I've forgotten that "Wake Up Dad" was the first song on this album. So it's everything very else strong was off opening. a cliff for me. Yeah, it's very strong opening, but to me. The album is quite consistent. Yeah, I, I think I was hard at the end. I think you might In have fact, been a bit I was soft again, <laughs> hard right at the start. But you can only keep it up so what long. What did you come out with as a top of total score? Total score forty three. You were higher than me. What? I yeah, I just I think it's a fantastic album, and mm. I've got quite a bit of nostalgia for it. Do you know what I'm? But I do... don't think anything on it is a seven. I'm doing a pudding boys first here. Oh, you're going to? I'm going to indulge myself. I'm actually going to knock Bad Omen up to a four. I'm not going to go to a five because I'm not. No, that's a bit silly. And I'm going to knock my last words up to a five because I was hovering on that. Yeah. And I thought I was being a little bit too kind. No, I feel like this album needs to be recognised quite high because it's one of the best they <laughs> ever did. Uh, do you know what? I'm yeah. I will eat the crow live on air. I will up <laughs> live on songs. air that gets released on Wednesday. But I'm not editing it, so yeah, live. But live fine. on air, live somewhere. It's, people can hear it now. If you yeah. happen to be in the garden, you <laughs> can hear me eating that crow. Um, yeah, I 
So what would that give you as a total? 5.25, and I'm comfortable That's with not that. a total, that's an average. Uh, 42. <laughs> so 5.25, mine's 5.38. Do you know, I'm more comfortable with that because the album as a whole was better than a 5. We said a 5 yeah. is good, a 6 is very good, and a 7 basically is, you know, yeah. indispensable. It's hard for an album to get like a five or six and it's nigh impossible for an album to be a seven because I don't think what, it could be because something everything would have to be a seven relative to, to be, the yeah. rest of that as well and nothing's going to come as close as Brave New World is no that's and if I went back to probably Brave New World should all be sevens <laughs> that gives it a total score of 10.63 out of 14 out of 14 that's very good that's, that's high yeah that's but, high but, but it's even though it's album. so early on, this is one of Megadeth's best. I think. Do you know what? That In was fact, my it, thing with the last couple. If this came out as being the highest album on the list, I don't think a lot of people. To argue. Yeah, a lot of people. They're not going to be mad about it. I think it. I was hard on the other on the the last couple because I kind of thought actually I'm only, I'm only judging it against the album that we didn't go mad for. Yeah. Am I being a little bit too? Um, you know. But no, I don't think I am. I think you've you've kind of convinced me. I've won you round. You've won me round. You put two extra this points. Is a, this is kind of a very agreeable album because because it's all so samey. We were either going to love it or hate it. Yeah, and if you hated this album, doing a numbers of the beast on Megadeth, on Megadeth is going to be really, <laughs> really, <laughs> really trying. Long three I think months. there's going to be. Do you know when it gets after like cryptic writings and euthanasia in that era? I think it's going to get very long. There's one that I'm really looking forward to, and that's kind of another little. It's it's a little bit like my Brave New World, you know, when you kind of come back around. To oh, it. okay. It's not a great album comparatively, oh. but I like it. Well, if you fancy listening along at home and making your own uninformed judgments, next week's numbers of the beast will be so far, so good, so what? He really likes his ellipses in these album titles, doesn't it? he? Pudding of the Week. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Hey. Oh. Oh. Something's coming over me. Oh. Something's not right. Oh. Boys. Boys. Boys, are you there? Thomas. Boys. I don't know where I am. Did you go in the wrong hole? I've always been in the wrong hole, Blo. <laughs> oh, I don't know where I am. And I feel a little bit weak and tired and cold and alone. Thomas! I... This is the first time we've ever had a conversation for some reason. Oh, oh I normally wait till you leave. <laughs> I prefer Naila. <laughs> but I I'm don't. stuck and I think I need some help. And I think the only way for you boys to help me... Is to find a pudding good enough. It's to real convenient me. that Naylor isn't having a conversation with you this week. <laughs> Why? <laughs> he's fine. He's probably doing something more interesting. Oh yeah, I can see him. He's playing with a cup and ball. <laughs> oh, he heard you. <laughs> Great. Oh, oh boys. Now this pudding, this, it's going to have to be something good. It's going to have to be something really special. Better than tiramisu. It's going to have to be different. I feel like I need something fortifying. <laughs> Edging your bets, Thomas. <laughs> I've always hedged my bets. I never pick a side. Mm. <laughs> Knowing the eras that you have lived through, 
That's quite an upsetting statement. Well, speaking of, <laughs> I feel like we need to talk some hearty puddings. Or stodge pudding. We need some stodge puddings. A wartime some, pudding. Some wartime. The kind of thing that you might have had. I didn't when I was young. Our schools, they weren't like the schools that you know today. Do they but have the schools? School? Well, they didn't call them that. They were mines. <laughs> <laughs> Workhouses. We need to talk about school puddings. Oh. There were some staples, things that get trotted out. They are, Sometimes you'll go around your grandma's house. Sometimes you'll go to school. Oh. But they're the same thing. They're the same puddings. And we're going to have a little shootout. Oh. This time, not involving Winchesters. The last shootout I was involved in was probably messier than this. Was that in the Americas, as you call them? We didn't call it that back the then. The colonies. <laughs> in fact, the we, savage didn't land. we didn't really acknowledge it at all. <laughs> so today, boys, today you're going to pick between two puddings. Wait, do we get to eat them both? Well, that depends. <laughs> If, if the reanimated form of Naylor that is tromping his way up the stairs has brought back up, you're going to try two puddings. One's very... One's relatively new. One much older. The older. The stodgy. We're going to talk about some bread and butter pudding. Oh, shit. I, do you know what? I may never have actually had bread and butter pudding. Really struggling down here, Blow. <laughs> okay, carry on, stop, sorry. Stop sorry. reminiscing for a little while. I need I need you guys to pick, you boys, whatever we call it these days. Mm. See, I'm even losing my proper diction. Oh. Bread and butter pudding, we think, is nearly a thousand years... No, what? it's not a thousand years old. It's a thousand... Almost twelve centuries B.C., well, that's older than me. I forget there was a BC. 12th century BC. The recipe can be traced back to the early 11th and 12th centuries BC. I didn't get it from them, but it's old. So it's thousands of years old. It's thousands of years old. 13th century England suggested it was known as the poor man's pudding. Oh, because shit. you'd use up all of your old bread and things. Mm. You wouldn't want them rotting like some of us. Some things. <laughs> but I feel like something that dense and you know fortifying should might be help. called Naylor yes he is a fortifying young man if he were around instead of you you wait he could carry me back if I could just get into his corporeal form we're going to stack bread and butter pudding up against a modern classic another hefty one might be trotted out at school if you were very lucky or if your school Maybe had a lot of fancy German and uh, Swedish cars parked if in front of it. this is Blamange, I'm going to shit. It's sticky toffee pudding. You oh, man. You man, boys, that is two very heavy puddings. You boys are going to be struggling tomorrow. Yeah. But today, you're going to stack them up against each other. And rather than ranking them on a scale, you're going to rank them against each other. Oh. And you're going to take the winner forward against two other puddings next week of a similar ilk and the one that wins is going to go against the one from today until you find something good enough to bring me back to the 21st century what the fuck is going on with this segment <laughs> alright bye Thomas 
Oh, it's not here, so we can't drink my squash. I guess I'll just drink it without any spit in it. Hey, so, dude, have you been, like... Did you stop the recording, or have you just been talking to our audience on your own, or, like... I've just been making some room, because Thomas said he had something weird and wonderful to do, and then he went real quiet and disappeared. <laughs> yeah, Thomas decided to, uh... enter you. No. Oh. Again. <laughs> I just saw it last time. <laughs> Now, we need to actually go and make these puddings. Because they need to be hot. What are we having? Oh, fuck. We're... <laughs> apparently, we're having sticky toffee pudding and bread and butter. And then we're going to pick a winner and that's going to go forward to battle it out with two more puddings next week. Ah, finally. Yeah. This is, so we're doing well. like a gladiatorial pudding combat for the next few puddings of the week. And why are we doing this? Why? Yeah. I can't because uh, Thomas is trapped somewhere and we need to have some kind of hearty pudding to bring him back oh he started rotting again yeah he, he might yeah he said he does that yeah Thomas is a if you're new around here I would say Thomas is a is a something but I don't know what he is it's when you get into the realms of intelligent creator isn't it instead of imagining like a chap sat on a cloud yeah and Thomas is more of a like an energy a Dickensian an old gentleman basically plasma vampire yeah there's a penny farthing somewhere in the image <laughs> right let's go and make these puddings we'll be right back and we're back it's been it's been an event it's been like three hours <laughs> we drove off to a pizza place Got some pizza, ate some pizza, drank some beer. Ate a lot of pizza, to be fair. Like, <sighs> a silly amount of pizza. We pushed it, but... I pushed it, but we've left enough time... And room. At, yeah, mm, to to have both of these puddings. We did say, didn't we, already what they are? Yeah, we went yeah, in. So Thomas got, said. So you said, Thomas, while we were eating pizza, that Thomas said, because I wasn't here, remember? Oh, I was, yeah, far, far away. Doing something completely different uh, when he manifests himself just to you. Yep. So we've got bread put bread and butter pudding, which is apparently thousands of years old. Yeah. And it's had like little renaissance. So then we've got sticky toffee. But I don't realise actually that's meant to be quite a modern pudding. Right. So we're talking like mid twentieth century apparently for a good sticky toffee. Not, not tiramisu modern. Not tiramisu modern, but it's it didn't fight in the trenches. No. The war was mechanised when they had the. Sticky toffee. So what are you going for first? So wait, the point of this, what Thomas mm. wanted us to do, was to pick a stronger pudding. Yeah, he he sounds like he's in trouble from what I've heard, and he needs something quite fortifying. Yeah, I'm at the point now where I don't fully understand the law mm. <laughs> of my own podcast. So he's looking for a heavy pudding, and we're picking one to go through to next week. Yeah, basically. If if I'd drill down to the uh, for the matter that Thomas was getting to here. Mm. We're picking the one we like best because it's going into a dead heat next week with the winner of that one. Right, okay. So it's going to be best of four. Mm. Basically working with a little theme here. These kind of very British-y kind of... You might get them at school. You might get me at your grandma's house. What are we going to do? We need. We're gonna, we might need to pause this depending on when things fall. Thomas might just have to stay away while we try the Queen's Jubilee... Trifle. Mm. No, the next round's before Queen's Jubilee. 
But then we'll have the Jubilee and then the winners can go head to head. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Because for those of you that haven't heard, yeah. the Queen mm. has been around for a while now. She's, she's done fairly well for herself. She's... Did she have a hand in picking the trifle? I don't know. I didn't read that. If she didn't, it. I still don't care about the Queen. Yeah. If she did, big fan of Liz. Yeah. Basically, they had they, somebody might have been Liz had a competition for like platinum pudding. Was it? It's platinum yeah. jubilee, isn't it? Like the official pudding of and the, the platinum jubilee. Won, I'm going to actually just sheath my spoon for a moment. Amaretti, lemon and curd, lemon curd, and clementine jelly trifle. Was there not something about jeweled chocolate logs or something? White chocolate bark on top. That's the one. And that's the only thing that doesn't fizz me as much because if I'm having trifle, I don't care about chocolate on top. Ah, uh, see, I'll always smash a I flake I like those up. little shaved... Yeah, a crumbled flake, that's good. But these were like big shards. Um, and white chocolate as well. Uh, the best Objectively, chocolate. What? That white chocolate's a good time. It's better than milk. No, it's not. It is. Right. You're we an idiot. You're about a fucking a idiot. But I'll die on this hill. That's a stupid hill to. You'll have a milky bar over like a Cadbury's dairy, dairy milk. milk. If I'm in the mood, I think white chocolate fizzes no, me. What well. you've done there is you've just said something to be outrageous. <laughs> you've just said it. Another remember tomorrow. Yeah, you've, you're doing it to wind me up because no one's that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no one's that much of a. Di- white chocolate's fine. But you're not having it. If you would have said, I prefer dark chocolate to milk, I would have been like, yeah, but you can't eat that much of it. Dark chocolate, if you're trying to trim down, apparently it's quite good. Mm. Like, so often, yeah, there's basically like a cube of it a day. At the minute, we're big on the dark chocolate because, you know, for those of you that can't hear it in my voice, I'm a fairly hearty lad. Mm. And we're trying to lose some of that. By eating pizza, drinking beer, and two, <laughs> yeah. having two puddings upon your request. A week of hard work. That's <laughs> just been fucking ruined in a yeah. day. Um, so, yeah, it went... Th- There's a panel of judges. Uh, Mary Berry and friends. It doesn't look like the Queen... Mary Berry it. is a saint. Yeah, yeah. The Queen probably told Mary Berry what to look for. Yeah. And Mary Berry said, I've got this. I know a lot more about food than you do. Was Liz. Paul Hollywood there? No, he was Good. busy... Um, Shagging a cake. He's the the worst. Right. Now, I've finished my bread and butter. And I've had half of my sticky toffee. I'm just eating some custard at the moment. We shouldn't really have custard, but we've put it on both. Yeah, we've we've even... And we'll have custard again. And I'll tell you what. Without the custard, the bread and butter would have been poor. Mm. It's... I don't know. There's going to be a huge amount of variation depending on what bread using brown sugar this is a supermarket mm. bought bread and butter that we've just had and uh, i would actually not buy that again you mean uh i didn't leave it no but, but you i wouldn't, wouldn't buy it, choose again. it. Yeah. yeah we've had an amazing bread and butter pudding there's a place not far from here which we'll discuss in detail later mm-hmm. um that does a bum blowing one but it's generally speaking it is a delivery system for custard yeah and, and that one was was a touch eggy. Mm. Mm. That was a touch eggy. Mm. A little bit like the Clefloutus. I was expecting because you opened it. Mm. I was expecting it to be a bit drier and like crisp. I mean, Thomas opened it, obviously. Yeah. Um, from wherever he is in the fifth circle of God knows what. 
That one wasn't hearty enough to, to no, I don't bring think him gonna, back. No, that's not going to help anyone. The sticky toffee. So no scale. Mm. That's Go good. Because. Mm. Why don't you put them both on the same? Well, I could. But do you know how I said, seeing as your you and Thomas had figured out this week's pudding, <laughs> I best come up with a scale. I then didn't. Yeah, so. it's um, it's an easily forgotten bit of the pudding boys where a lot of work goes into making this for you. Yeah, it's not like we're doing this just as an excuse to have two puddings. No, you talk for a minute. Cause I'm gonna finish my pudding. Yeah, so that was a a good sticky toffee and a poor bread and butter, but <laughs> that's a pudding. <laughs> but I think even if they were both at the top of their game. Sticky Toffee's going to win out. There's going to be times where you want bread and butter. There's going to be more times where you want Sticky Toffee. Sticky Toffee's going to work better with ice cream as well, which is objectively a better time than custard. Yeah. If someone can give you a good vanilla ice cream or a clotted cream ice cream with your Sticky Toffee pudding, custard's brilliant, but if you tell me that warm custard is better than cold ice cream on a hot pud... You don't I'll understand you. pudding. Yeah. You shouldn't yeah. probably be listening to this podcast. You should give it back to the chef. Mm. Give it back to the chef because you don't understand what It'll you're get eating. You a pingu head full of ice cream. <laughs> when you can keep the toy. <laughs> oh, man. Or a, qu- a Contro bottle. <laughs> a plastic Contro bottle filled with ice cream. Man. Oh, man. Curry house puddings were a terrible time, really. Yeah, they were a mystifying experience. Mm. I am full... This is the a first little bit time. sunburnt. It's been a long day. It's the first time we've, the first time we've peeped after eating like that. Yeah, we've both had tea before and then dropped one of these. Yeah, yeah, we had tea. We usually have tea yeah. and then drop it. But it's normally like we've a also week tea. we have done a dinner party, but I did a sensible pasta bake. Yeah, that was. And then we had gen- like a citrus we, tart. We had some wine though. Didn't we, yeah, we? we had a lot of wine, and we kept hitting the mics at that point. <laughs> that was when we first got them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> quite. So used it was to. a it was a mixture of mm. red wine and not knowing that you can't touch the microphone. It was mostly red wine, to be fair. Yeah. Like that. Cool. So wait, next week. Sticky top. No, we're not having sticky toffee again. No, it's we're looking at two. two. Battle Royale 2, and then those two need to face off. The winner of that needs to face off against the Sticky Toffee, which objectively is the better put. Of those two, Mm. yeah. Which might be delayed because we want to do a Queen's Jubilee pudding, so Thomas might have to just stay away. Well, we know he's not good with religious festivals. Mm -hmm. We don't know how he is with monarchy. I think it might depend on the kind of deal that they've done with him. And she's been there a while. Yeah. He might have had a hand in that. That's a spooky note to end on. Where can you find the Pudding Boys? We are available on YouTube on the channel Pudding Boys. Please subscribe and leave us a comment. We can also be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. Remember to subscribe, follow, auto-download or whatever it's called on your platform so you don't miss an episode. Also, if it's an option... Leave a glowing review. We're also on Instagram, which is a fun place to check out the sometimes strange piece of artwork that band members of Halloween have officially shared in the past. So you know it's good. He's 
I'm not going to drop that one. I'm no, really he's going to be riding those coattails as long as we're doing this podcast. That was, that's a big moment in we're my in. life. This is, that's the closest you've gotten to being friends with one of your heroes. I'll see you in the DM, Sasha. Bye! <laughs>